0: This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. I'd like to give special shout outs to my top tier patrons, David from Portland, Tom from Pancake Analytics, The Snorlaxian, Connor from Rock Pokemon, Mike, Night Knight, Hogan, Big No Face, and Matt from Ferraritron. I also can't forget, today's episode was executive produced by Leo. Thank you so much for believing in me and backing the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to support these episodes, become a patron. I have two tiers at $3 and $5 a month. Joining the first tier gives you exclusive access to patron posts and a vintage card from my collection signed by me. The $5 tier gives you access to everything you get in the $3 tier, along with also having access to our Discord community. It gives you the opportunity to talk to other collectors, discuss market performance and news, show off your mail days, and of course, ask questions. Whether you join or not, though, I still appreciate you listening.
1: Sorry, right, I just wanted to make this like a Joe Rogan podcast, and everyone has to get. Never mind. Um, no, I just really wanted to make sure that I was able to hear
0: everything you were saying. You were no. First. Yeah. No, you are good. It is all good.
1: <laughs> no, but you were you were speaking to wanting to chase the wide versus the deep, and wanting to yeah. get more of a um, following. Anything else before I yeah. cut you off?
0: No, no, that was kind of all. I don't know. I kind of feel like you probably do that too. Like well, with- I'm
1: I'm I've noticed weirdly enough, because I, I just like made the Instagram of Silent Will. I've I've mm-hmm. really I've been lacking on number one, showcasing the streams mm-hmm. on my personal because it feels so strange to be like, hello, person from high school that we haven't talked, but for some reason we still like each other's pictures. Would you like to come see me play video games on the internet or open cards? <laughs> they don't. So I just Mm -hmm. kind of got into that on this older account, and I saw that account grow almost three times its followers since I started outing myself as a Pokemon collector. Wow. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely a lot of the people that have joined it are people that are recurring to my streams, Mm -hmm. but most of those people don't care about cards, but they're, (laughs) they're I don't know. It's... It's definitely about finding like a genuine follower more so than a number for sure for mm-hmm. me. Oh yeah, but it'd be cool to have a couple thousand.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would totally be cool, no lie. No lie.
1: like a big a big goal for me is getting to that 75 viewer average on Twitch. Mm-hmm. not because I need to be partner, but just it would be incredible to have put in enough uh, effort that people believe in you that much.
0: Yeah. And I mean, to be like that engaging, you know, I, I think I think that, too, is probably a goal of mine is just to be engaging. Like how can like in an in a genuine way be interesting or or present interesting in an interesting way? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because I think I think that's a great skill to have, you know, keep someone engaged. Like that's a good goal. I like that.
1: But it's also a big um it's a big thing for me to show people that they can do anything if they want to. Like when I started doing this, like I said, I couldn't talk and I wanted to give normalcy to that because it's so much about the very well-spoken person on this platform. And I wanted to give a space for people that maybe don't even have that option. I really didn't know if I would ever talk again at the time and it still is hard for me to talk now sometimes. So it's, it's a, valuable asset to me that I use when I can and when I need like I'm not Mm -hmm. just calling people all day long so always sharing that story I've connected with so many kids that they have some sort of thing that keeps them from feeling normal or keeps them from wanting to be open about their creativity Mm -hmm. I don't deserve to be doing it but I'm gonna do it because I like doing it like there's that burning thing inside of me that just I can't stop giving attention to those feelings mm-hmm. whether it's through pokemon or gaming or just like going on to just chatting and doing the podcast i love showing like i hurt but i'm doing this and i rock mm-hmm.
0: it mm-hmm. that's awesome i think that's really cool because you know people i guess like what we were talking about with, you know, oh, you can't ever own the this card or the that card because you're already priced out, you know? Right. And, and knowing that, well, you actually can. You just have to maybe put some sweat equity into it and yeah. be a little bit smart about how you trade up and how you go about doing things and being a little patient. But like, I think that's the same message that you're kind of, you know, um uh, I definitely bought here. my
1: first Japanese card because of you guys.
0: Yes, what'd you buy?
1: I bought a hollow, uh, dark blastoise from the team Ro- well i don't know if Hell he's dark yeah. but he's the team rocket
0: blastoise. he's a team rocket blastoise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've got a, it's a beautiful I've got the, card that art like it literally hits different like the japanese like language the, the kanji letters something about that i cannot read it but something about that and the card design yeah it just looks awesome i don't know it just looks amazing the hollows are cool and they do the swirls i mean i know a lot of modern cards do swirls now but um but like i don't know it just hits totally different it's it just makes you feel a way i don't know japanese cards are cool
1: can you tell me this is totally off subject why every Machamp is a first edition because every one that I see is a first edition all the ones I own from childhood are a first edition but I promise you I never ever was lucky enough to open a first edition booster
0: yeah and you know I think what's funny is um I think there were a few different ways to get the Machamp but one way to get the Machamp was in one of the starter decks so it wasn't even in a pack it was probably it it wasn't yeah, it wasn't. Um, I've got
1: multiple. I don't know how I have all of these.
0: So that's really cool, actually. Do you have them in the little packaging, or are they?
1: They're definitely. Out are of they the just packaging. loose?
0: Okay, because because so they're. So <laughs> I was for, seven once. <laughs> No, it's okay. That that's yeah. totally fine. Because like if you were to send that to PSA, they would open it and just take it out of the pack soon and put right. it into the, you know, so it's no big deal.
1: Like but it's been touching the air for 20 years.
0: Well, see, that actually might be better than touching and rubbing against plastic. Like there the surface go. on those cards, like they can turn out to be really shitty, you know, on the hollow. But like what's funny with the Machamp card, that's a really interesting card because the first edition Machamp is. Like a hollow, it's cool, it's really beloved. Like it's it's you know, stage three of It evolution. feels like everyone got it. Everyone has it because there were a million printed. There were yeah. millions of those cards, so it's not really that rare, yeah. even though it's a first edition. Um, I don't know how big the print runs were for first edition, so I don't know truly like you know how many if there were millions and millions and millions of first edition cards. I, I don't know how that compares to the Machamp. Um, but but the Machamp first edition isn't crazy rare unless you have it right. in really good condition, you know.
1: So It looks pretty good, but I also haven't really looked at the centering of it. I have not taken it out of the sleeve. I currently just bought like gloves because I've, I've been too scared to touch mm-hmm. my old set because it has been preserved so well. You can tell in the sleeves like they've done well, the quality of sleeves my mom bought for me really worked like i've yeah. i've bought sleeves in 2016 that by last year were folding forward you know and the mm, card was yeah i don't, like that. I don't mm. like that at all so i almost like don't really want binder sets unless it's slide from mm-hmm. the sides i don't do mm-hmm. any top-down stuff but i just recently invested in gloves and some other stuff so i can start to like go through that base set that i have it's mostly unlimited and jungle like i said but i want to see what i have and i want to see what more i need from those sets to actually Mm -hmm. complete them i don't know if base set is ever like a obtainable for me for someone like me it feels like you had to have been in on this for the last four years to really get into that world especially shadowless
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: like what's the unlimited market like and is that at all interesting to you? Or is it just kind of like, well, we all had those, so that's a nice card.
0: Like, uh, like ugh, it depends because um, Unlimited, there's just so much of it, like everyone has.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. so, I feel so, like a baby lamb just learning to walk right now and you're <laughs> like, oh my God.
0: Well, well, so like the one thing that I do is obviously I like to buy the things that I like and that I want. Um, and then secondaries, I try to figure out like, OK, so from a long term investment perspective, what's the best way to go about this? Yeah. So so for me, it's an easy decision because there's obviously I love the base that. And so obviously, Unlimited is a great option to find the car that you want at a pretty reasonable price, because like Unlimited naturally isn't going to be worth as much because it was printed Unlimited, right?
1: So you would you would almost never recommend grading any of that.
0: So it's just I'm not interested in it because well, okay, so it depends because the hollow unlimited I think are worth Because I've got having. some pretty
1: nice hollows, but they're unlimited.
0: Like yeah, go ahead, do it. Like, do it, you know, because 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 you've got hollows. And what's cool about that is, like, once you get those hollows graded, you know, you might have something there to trade up for a shadowless or a first edition, you know,
1: so hard to trade your childhood cards. though. do you think if you still had your collection that you would be as willing? This is totally hypothetical and Mm -hmm. anecdotal, but would you actually be using that same strategic idea to something that maybe was kind of like the whole reason why you're into it in the first place.
0: Yeah. It, maybe you're not really as hard. emotionally
1: tied as no, I am.
0: No, I mean, I think if you're, if you're emotionally tied to your cards like that, don't trade them. Don't do nothing. I mean, it's, it's an option, but I, you yeah. know, I think, I think if they were my water cards, probably water <laughs> energy <laughs> here, take it and go. <laughs> yeah. But so, so here's what I have been doing. So the cool thing with the gym challenge, cards that I have is I actually bought like, like, I got them in a lot of about like 460 ish, 80 ish cards. So I have a ton of them. There weren't like we're not talking about like I have a full set. Like that's not what I have. But I do have a ton of dupes. And what I do like is um because of the fact that i do have duplicates i can use that as leverage for deals that i might be trying to close to get things that i want because i want at least one of all of the cards that i have right i'm a terrible seller like when it comes to buying versus selling i just buy 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 because i don't want to get rid of the things that i have because sure. like like right now i only have but you're okay
1: uh, with trading that feels better cuz then you almost get something in return and you also made the that other person happy versus like just money transaction
0: yeah well yes but also like i think it would be hard for me to trade a card like that i don't have a duplicate of <laughs> Yeah. So like, so like what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to solidify, okay, what do I have that I would consider my personal collection? Because everything I have, I consider it my personal collection, but you know, now I'm trying to figure out, okay, what are the cards that I can get rid of? Like, what are those cards? And, and all of those cards are just duplicates of cards that I already have. So, so with that said, um, like I'm going to keep the best ones for me, like the best conditions, you know, sure. for my personal that one. makes sense. And, um, and then everything else, like they're very cool to have, like, don't get me wrong. I don't, you know, regret having them, but now I have it as leverage to get even better cards that I want, um, right. or to like flip it so that I can then get another card that I want, you know, who knows? Like once I get those cards back, I don't know, six, eight months from now, I don't know. It could probably even be 10 months, 10 plus with yeah. CGC. Um, like, I definitely won't be flipping them right away. Like, it's something that if, if I do flip, I'm going to keep it for a few years just to, like, squeeze out more value from it um, or see where the prices are in three to five years from now. Now, does CGC uh, and then... have
1: a sort of premium buy-in, sort of similar to what you were speaking on once about PSA, how there was, like, subscription bases to... Is there oh. any of that kind of... I... <sighs> It's not gatekeeping, but it's just like, do you want to do this for real or do you want to do it once, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So compared, so they do have memberships that you need in order to grade. The membership that I paid for was like 50% off. So I think, so it was the cheapest tier. Normally, I think that tier is like 25 bucks and I got it for like 12 something. Okay. Um, so. Yeah. So compared to my PSA membership, which was like $65, you know, we're we're looking at a big difference, but you know, the, the and that's annually yearly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yearly. So, um, and I probably won't renew my PSA one just because like, I haven't really been able to utilize you it. You lost a customer.
1: Really, okay.
0: Yeah. Damn, well, I don't really need it. I don't really <laughs> yeah. need it right now. You know, they're yeah. not taking, they're not, They're not accepting my money, so I'm going to, you know. I've
1: seen so many memes about people that, like, maybe just got a membership last month, and now this happened.
0: So much fucking bullshit. I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. And they're they're (laughs) rightly pissed, you know. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, I like CDC, too, because I have a few comics that I want to get sent in. Um, So, because you're a Star Wars nerd, I have uh, the number three Darth Vader Uh, First appearance, Dr. Afra. Oh, wow. Comic. So I want to get that sent in. I have no idea what the fuck that would get graded. I do not know shit about grading comic books. I don't know shit about that. It
1: seems like they're really because there's if you take the idea of a card and then apply it by what? 20 plus pages now. Mm -hmm. All of those pages matter. Every single corner matters, especially on the outside. Like, I have some old Saga comics that maybe I should get graded. I don't have number one, but I have some of the earlier ones. And it scares me to even send that stuff. It -hmm. doesn't scare me to send a card, but something like that really scares me.
0: Yeah. I can understand that because, like, sending it securely. And also, do I get it, like, what is it steamed or whatever like flattened or whatever do you know
1: Oh, i've never done any of that
0: yeah um i don't know shit about that i feel like Um, that's (laughs) like you shouldn't be doing that but i don't know i don't know if it's worth the money but i know that there's some people that like do it gets Um, it
1: extra crispy
0: yeah okay yeah something like that i don't know it like evens it out or something like kind of gets rid of some of the uh Mm, I don't know some of the like the ticks on the side the binder ticks is that what they're called yeah see I don't know shit you're good. I do not know shit about that but I do have some stuff that I just want to go ahead and send in because like the point like if it grades high cool right cool that works but that's not the point the point is is like I like it and that's the best way to keep it you know yes uh, because then you don't have to switch it out of like the the board in the in the bag. Like you don't have right. to switch it out so often because I think you're supposed to switch it out every like two to five years or something like that. So that it doesn't eat at the com- good comic, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think also there might be I'm some bags. I'm a bad
1: collector just because like I just love the thing more so than I love the appraisal i'm learning to love the appraisal i'm learning to search for that but it it has to start with like i love this fucking thing first
0: mm-hmm. that's totally fine and you know what? what's funny is that like i i'm not even that crazy like so it, it sounds like i'm very much obsessed with the appraisal but i'm not i promise that i'm not because I, i'm just like you like i'm gonna buy something that like i like no Um, you're
1: just focusing on what your audience is looking for i totally get it
0: (laughs) hey hey hold up time out wait what no i'm kidding i'm kidding no well well so well that's true i mean people do like a lot of my audience really do care about that um but i i do like for me i just try to keep things as best as i can because you don't ever know in the future like what is going to you know be for that comic. Like for example, I bought uh Kamala Khan number one, Miss Marvel. uh, I saw um, that.
1: I saw that's a great book.
0: So I haven't read it. That's really good too. I need to read it. I need to read that series. Just buy like the cheap
1: volume off Amazon, like some twenty dollar of like the first twelve issues. Get that. Mm-hmm.
0: okay see i thought about doing that or just getting the graphic novel i mean i, I don't care whichever one but uh but like when i got that i want to say that book cost me like 135 bucks oh, wow. and at the time that's pretty good and now it's like over 300 300 yeah. ish I, I i haven't looked at it recently but it it's always
1: been a popular a book mm-hmm. like as soon as it came out it was popular
0: and then I think it got announced that there might be some uh, a show or something. I'm not sure. Oh,
1: interesting. They may have a world on Disney Plus for that character.
0: There might be. I think it would be pretty interesting. I'd watch it. I'd watch it 100%. it's a cool character. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like what I've been doing is um, I've been trying to look for like specifically like women of color comics. Because, like, I find those stories, usually I find those stories to be wildly more interesting um, and also just more relatable, too.
1: Are they um, usually written by white guys?
0: Um, You know, that's a great question. I would say probably, yeah, but there's some that aren't always. Like, America okay. Chavez, I don't think, um, I can't remember who wrote it, but um, America Chavez, she's really cool because she's, like like a gay puerto rican superhero Mm -hmm. and so i mean those are all of my things and so i'm like (laughs) so i'm like well i need her comics i need to get all of them i don't have all of them i think i think i i i don't have the second issue and then another issue And i think the reason why i don't have the second issue is because uh peggy what's her name peggy um makes an appearance in that comic it's actually kind of cool because um america chavez like somehow goes back into time to the time of the nazis and literally, like punches in a comic hitler. Book. she punches hitler though it's so funny like
1: pulls a cap I love
0: literally it. punches yeah and then so she meets peggy um in that comic briefly and then she goes back to normal time but anyways super interesting um i even collect some of the uh the cora the legend of cora like graphic novels i I don't think those always come up in comics but those are interesting i was hoping they would be a little bit better than the show and they kind of are like i just really loved the idea of cora um
1: yeah you know, I've just been starting to watch that show. Big fan of Airbender in that original series. But my girlfriend for sure who loves all animation is just like, no, no, no. You need to watch this one, too. It's just as good
0: yeah um there were things that i liked about Korra. i know a lot of people have certain griefs on certain things and i think it's probably rightly so but i really liked the idea of Korra and her character and and her story yeah. um so i've been trying to follow and support like the the graphic novel and like the comic comicizations i need to buy yeah. the comics for airbender 2 because i heard there's some really cool stories
1: there's some great stories but it's so confusing what order they're in there's so many different releases that happen at different times like you'll walk into a barnes and noble and not know what to buy you know Mm -hmm. so just make sure you do your research and see that it's a storyline you'll be interested in because some of them Mm -hmm. are definitely made for kids now there's Mm -hmm. anything wrong with that but i'm not going to enjoy that book potentially as much everyone's got frogs in their mouth for most of the panels and you're like okay that's all right (laughs) you know
0: yeah, I kind of fell victim to that a little bit for some of the Steven Universe. Like I randomly bought some Steven Universe comics and in, oh, in graphic novels because I watched the show. So mm-hmm. I there there are parts of it that I really enjoyed. And so I'm like, oh let me try this. Oh wait, hold up. This is completely for children. What's Not the engaging. worst
1: thing you've ever invested in that you're like, wow, this doesn't interest me at all?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man that's a great question. Oh uh, I'm well, you like, thought, I mean, cause,
1: like there are things we think are going to hit and then you hold it and you're like oh it's not real.
0: Like this is like this is silly, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't have anything because I keep it. That's all. good then. That's good. Yeah, because like, well, I, I I stick to I stick to my big brands, right? I love right. Star Wars. I'm also a Star Wars fan. So anything I kind of buy Star Wars is fun to me. Um, what do
1: you, What do you focus on? I know that you talked about collecting some of the cards. Um, What's what's interesting to you in that world? Cause obviously for me it's a little more figure-based, but I also like weirdly collect um some of those like displays for that time. Like mm. I have a micro machines display that still has like the cut on the outside of it. That's like cool. although like I, I have weird things like that that kind of take you back in time to a specific idea of Star Wars, but not necessarily mm. this encompassing. It's yeah. Star Wars, you know. Yeah. So what's what's really interesting for you?
0: So so I am not into the figurines, uh personally, but those are cool. Like like those are cool. I, I don't I think I like ships people.
1: more than people.
0: So the ships are really cool. Like seeing those really cool Lego builds for like, uh, like the uh, the Death Star and mm-hmm. and and the other big ass ships that I can't think of the name of for some reason. That's fine. Um, like those are very cool. I think uh, just right say the now, shape. <laughs> the shape. Um. So when it comes to Star Wars, the only thing that I've really been collecting are, um, I, I want some more of the cards because I just think those are cool like the original cards i think those are very cool and i've been buying comics um but i've not been buying them to necessarily collect though i do have like the number one star the first star wars i did buy that one to purely collect like i have not read it at all yeah and and what's cool about that is i don't know if you're familiar but that actually came out before the movie oh really yeah that don't know much about I that history that. yeah don't know much about that history i to what i understand that very first series that came out wasn't like very much on par with the movie it's like a little bit of a different story it has different focuses sure um
1: but, but that almost makes sense to get people to because no one believed in that franchise that's why they gave him all his rights uh-huh, but he was like i like... get all merchandising rights and they're like okay
0: Sure, whatever, who's gonna buy this, you know? Yeah. And then, but, but, uh, what I have been doing is like a lot of the legends. I've been trying to collect like full series issues of the legends. And then also, um, I, I really loved Clone Wars. Like, my favorite Star Wars character, I think, of all time is Ahsoka Tano. That's so a yeah. I have been wanting to collect her comics, but they've been really expensive. Um, like, I've been trying to collect certain. Clone Wars key issues; those have been very expensive. So is I've that like really two thousand
1: eight, two thousand ten era? Were those coming like out? Like, I were, have no idea. Okay,
0: I can't remember. I you know that sounds about right, but I don't actually know.
1: I really but wasn't I love paying the attention show. to their comics at that point. But Ahsoka, I almost, like, attribute to, like, their Harley Quinn at Star Wars, this Harley Quinn, this thing that was this person, this character that was created outside of the main story and now is, like, and like blew huge, up huge, yeah, yeah. And just huge to the overall, like, tone of everything mm-hmm. and gives, like, a voice to female characters in that world that we didn't really see in the originals. Mm-hmm. We definitely didn't see in the prequels and uh you see them sort of like correct in clone wars
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's one of the reasons why i really like clone wars because for as much as i like star wars i still go back to the originals those were always my the ones that i enjoyed more um uh with clone wars you got really fleshed out characters because i didn't really enjoy the prequels and i know a lot of people are going to have some really strong feelings on that parts of it i did enjoy age i think Yeah, and and I think like parts of it I did enjoy. Like I did enjoy the the world building that came with the prequels. Like, sure. Awesome, fantastic. Like all the lightsabers. Like, what is this? This is so cool. Like the battles, so cool, very engaging. But uh, like, I cannot watch those movies because they're not, they're not like I can't, like, like I can't, like the story, like, when i watch when i watched clone wars clone wars was a great example of a very fleshed out anakin character yeah. i never liked anakin until i got to clone wars and then they he had arc he had like like storyline that made so much more sense he felt real and then when i go back to hating christians and um anakin which i i don't hate was coming
1: him, back in the obi-wan kenobi show everyone, so look out <laughs> <We're> big fans
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see what happens to that because i don't necessarily blame him per se like i think oh, he there was like a nice series person. yeah i think it was just like a series of unfortunate events where like he just didn't really get a fleshed out character i also didn't really like the premise of like Anakin in general and like him and padme getting together because like that still felt really inorganic um okay. it made more sense for me for like Padme and Obi-Wan to get together because they were closer to the same age and Anakin was being adopted. It's dumbass. not the way it works in space. So I like guess. I know, like I know. <laughs> I know. Like I think about it too much. Like like I think I have these weird standards now when it comes to like the kind of stories that I listen to or like I watch.
1: Well, but- it just sounds like when you came into the prequels, you had a set of rules. You know, you had those original movies to sort of base why you enjoyed everything. And mm-hmm. People that love those movies, and I have things I love about them, but I have a lot of gripes as well. Mm -hmm. The main difference is they didn't have rules yet. I think they saw those movies first.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And then they got to the movies that we cared about. And that's kind of why, even though they hold the prequels so powerful, they don't have any of that weight without the other movies and they look at darth vader and these connective tissues as like the reason why they love this newer thing but Mm -hmm. they really love the older thing or they can't Mm -hmm. love the new thing
0: Mm -hmm. you know i have been accused of being a boomer because i (laughs) i like the originals like those are the ones that I go back and can enjoy and can rewatch. I have not watched the the Rise of Skywalker. I don't like any of the recent ones. I just sure. can't do it.
1: People I have just their Disney can't gripes. Do
0: it. I, and and that's fine. Like if you okay, if you liked it, totally cool with that. I just didn't Rise do it. of
1: Skywalker, I have feelings about <laughs> I have feelings about that movie. And if that's how you're going into it, I don't think you should watch it.
0: Like I've seen parts of it, and I seen like okay, so I'm not gonna lie, I seen like the last thirty minutes of it, and I saw like freaking Darth Sidious with the blue, and then like that's the way
1: to watch a movie, the end.
0: And then like all the people, and then like Ray at the end talking about how she's gonna be a Skywalker, and I'm like, no, what? No, like.
1: There just wasn't a plan. Lucas had a plan from the beginning of all six episodes. They mm-hmm. wanted to put something together with different voices. And that's a huge feat that they tried to do. I love that JJ Abrams put his whole heart into the first one. I love Ryan Johnson's take at like fucking with our expectations. I don't necessarily like hold those movies as dear to my heart. But I love that those first two that Disney made felt like real organic trying, whereas Rise of Skywalker felt like let's wrap this fucker up, let's just end this. That's thing. exactly because we exactly didn't what do what they was. wanted us to do, so now let's give them everything they want, but way too quickly. Yeah. Because I almost wish they had kind of kept going with the weird, messing with our expectations, so we n- never know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think I would have really enjoyed uh, a trilogy made by Ryan Johnson. Um, this is a Star Wars
1: podcast now.
0: Th- this is a Star Wars podcast now. And, you know, by the way, I just realized we've been going for like two hours. So I'm stop sorry. me whenever you want. No, 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 I'm good because I can, I have feelings on this. So, um, I can
1: probably go another 15.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then. So for so for the Ryan Johnson trilogy, I think I would have really enjoyed that because he's he's still getting one. Okay, cool. So that's cool. Um, The trilogy, the Star Wars trilogy, made me realize that I don't enjoy J.J. Abrams films, and I think it's just because of his style. I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy it. I think people are
1: more feeling that way more so than they did ten years ago. I think they're kind of realizing that it's a lot of spectacle and not a lot of heart. Substance. There's so much more nostalgia. Like, you watch something like that train movie. What was that even called? The Speed or something? Super 8, yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, this is Mm E.T. This is E.T. really weird.
0: Like, when I think back on it, I can't think of a single J.J. Abrams film that I enjoyed. Like, Super 8 was eh. Like, it wasn't terrible, but I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) So um, I've heard people say that J.J. Abrams' style is best for those kinds of films where you don't want substance, like like deeper storytelling. Um, and when you want very surface-level storytelling, he's really good for that. And and I just realized it sounded like I was also insulting him at the same time. And I'm really trying not to, because that's just his style, right? That's just what it is, and that's fine. But like for me, because, you know, and, and then for you, too, because you ingest the media in a certain kind of way, you like what you said before, you—it's hard for you to just like forget about all the mistakes that you know as as storytellers they might be making in the media. Yeah. Um, like I don't always know how to describe why I don't like a thing, but I'm getting kind of bougie like that too. Like I need substance, I need deepness, I need like thoughtfulness in in the storytelling, and that's one of the reasons why I really gravitated to clone wars and then rebels i really liked rebels too because Rebels
1: is really underrated
0: <laughs> it really is um
1: chopper for president <laughs>
0: <laughs> chopper chopper oh i loved it i love it. i mean obviously it in like every single episode obviously no like, but again
1: for kids like all the things it turns out that we love for kids
0: <laughs> so what does that say about us <laughs> to be in our 30s
1: we're, we're considering not being beaten down by the world we're considering still tapping into that shimmery like fun of life and like looking at everything with a wink i think that's why i gravitate towards marvel instead of dc because not to shit on dc i'm not trying to like lift one up to put another down but there's this constant winking of it's might be okay instead of like it's gonna be okay because i'm the man for the job or i'm the woman for the job you know like it's so different in its tonality that that's why we gravitate towards it i -hmm. think so i'm having a weird anime phase right now that i've never had i think i've watched three or four anime in my life leading up to this moment but my girlfriend's very into animation world she she's an artist and we get along she loves classic disney she loves silver age disney She kind of loves CGI animation, but anime is a real great way to connect with that 2D animation that we all grew up with, and that storytelling is so stylized and characterized. Mm -hmm. I find myself not watching anything narrative with real people on television anymore
0: mm-hmm um same i'll be a
1: kid forever i don't care
0: uh, i'm i'm the same way like i literally just finished watching the harley quinn tv show I People love that it. it's That's so on good. hbo it's max so funny. yeah yeah hbo max um but what, you know what's really funny that you bring up about anime is about two-ish or three-ish years ago like i was in a real funk because Star Wars wasn't going the way I wanted to, like I wasn't enjoying Star Wars, and in general, like media at the time, I wasn't really like thrilled. I wasn't really thrilled about the stuff that was coming out. And what was really cool about anime was I I never watched it ever. I always thought anime was weird, but then uh, well, what show of did it I
1: definitely watch? is <laughs> that fan some service it... stuff is super weird.
0: The... Yes, makes uh, me uncomfortable. <laughs> same <laughs> um but you know i i don't know why but i think i started watching death note i like just started watching an anime and then i've been hooked on anime since because it's been an outlet to like see other kinds of tropes <laughs> um like just see other stories that are actually fucking good yeah. they're really good uh, like a grezzo a grezzo is hilarious you watch it
1: I've never seen
0: that Netflix dude. Okay. You would enjoy it. It's red panda, red panda, millennial going through a life crisis. Like, you know, just like, just like life going through life as a millennial, you know, at 25 working a dead end job, not really making that much money, living by themselves. Like, like, like our generation can relate to those things. (laughs) And, and so, um, funny too, uh, is a show made by Sanrio which is hello kitty they're behind hello Kitty, so that's really
1: cool um are you a collector of hello kitty stuff
0: no no i'm not but it's just really interesting because it's very like adult animation very like uh nihilist not really nihilistic but like a very like interesting adult tone to it Mm -hmm. um You know, and and so it's just like the struggles of adult life or trying to figure out how to adult. So it, it was really good. I enjoyed it. But but there are so many great shows like right now in the in the English world, there aren't that many things that I am taking in. Like, Shira, already done. You know, that was really great. I enjoyed it. She, but Shira's already done. Like, there are not that many shows that I'm watching that that I really enjoy. And so anime has kind of, like, come in and taken up that space for me. Yeah.
1: And it like is so interesting. I have so a Crunchyroll account now. What?
0: yeah i've to got, get rid of netflix i've got funimation yeah um so so i'm watching like all the shows with it like i'm sorry i i had started watching rewatching dragon ball z but there's so much cool stuff and then now that i watched like anime i also like i i got into the shows and now i'm watching like other shows that are pseudo anime i guess like castlevania that was a really good one that one um, was really fun yeah
1: we just finished jujitsu kaisen that's it's kind of like Ghostbusters, Naruto, <laughs> almost,
0: but it's kind of fun. That's that's fun. That's fun. I don't fun. know if you've
1: heard of that one yet. That one's only no. on Crunchyroll, I think, right now. Mm. But Jujutsu Kaisen is for sure one to check out. It's mm. an interesting premise.
0: That, that's really cool. I'll have to I'll have to give it a go. But there's so many cool premises like. Really random things like like Doctor Stone. That's really interesting. Well, I mean, it's
1: how we got Pokemon in the first place. There's a different outside perspective to the world that's giving these stories like that. We get so caught up in the American way of telling a story, of showing a character, and we're kind of starting to show the same character over and over again. God, and it's, yeah. And it's great. It's great to see characters you've never seen before.
0: Hmm. Mm. That is a really good point um
1: yeah especially with like transgender characters it feels like there's so many girl boy doesn't really matter characters that like it doesn't even have to focus on it's just this is a person Mm -hmm. you know and an american way of like telling those stories sometimes you have to like so aggressively address that to make this person feel seen instead of just showcasing them as an individual Mm -hmm. or showing them as a badass or someone with heart or whatever like there's something about this storytelling that I'm really connecting to right now. Maybe it's also because we're all wearing masks all the time. I don't know what you're doing on your side of the country. I like to wear a mask, and to see <laughs> real life people on television just like doing their everyday stuff, like it we're not in the middle really of it. Weird. It doesn't feel like something I connect with.
0: Yeah, like like I I freak out. I freak out occasionally, freak out. when I'm like, "Ah, oh, they're not wearing masks. What the Don't hell touch what it? are they Why doing? Why are you shaking hands? Like, like, what are you doing? I like how you see like the commercials or or like the snippets of video where it's like, you know, filmed before COVID nineteen pandemic, right. you know, um, which which is like a funny thing because like it's now not our normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know just to walk around without a mask is so not our normal but but i, I agree with you um it, it's it's a really nice break on the american way of storytelling like you said it's really nice everyone's doing the you know I, so i like subversive storytelling when it's not like subversive to be subversive so i i You're like telling fuck oh my god Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, (laughs) which is why I really love Rick and Morty, because it was a complete subversion of the uh, the hero with a thousand faces. Right. It's like it's like a complete like antithesis of all of that, which which I find to be super interesting, like like once I see a whole bunch of a lot of things and I get the patterns and I start to look at the deeper levels of it i get really bored of it because i'm like okay i want to see interesting takes on it now like i want to see cool interesting perspectives and so you know now that we get to see the anime tropes like in all those like weird funny stories where like some dude somehow leaves the normal world and goes into the game world and they're all of a sudden in a rpg like that's weird are you talking
1: about sword art online because that show hurt me and i can't go back to it (laughs)
0: i actually that, have not seen it <laughs> so like i know that show but i haven't seen it but i'm talking to. about yeah I, I, i'm talking about like um uh god the sword the shield knight fuck what is it called i can't remember but um there, there's a whole bunch of those that are some really interesting ones like like the day that i turned into a blob or rising bullshit. of the shield hero yes okay so that was a good show i enjoyed it i enjoyed I just Googled it very that.
1: Much. i'm very fast
0: yeah, so so yeah, I can just give you just like a little bit of information and then I'll you be can your all Jamie on further
1: in. episodes. It'll be
0: fun. <laughs> you know, actually that would be really fun. Um uh yeah, let's do that. Um raid my channel anytime. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just really cool. I, I really like anime now. And 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 now Did you
1: watch it, the Pokemon show as a kid?
0: Uh, a little bit here and there a little bit okay a little bit here and there um like i do remember in, well now in hindsight i see that he was very sexual harassy but brock was very sexual harassy <laughs>
1: like, no that was endearing at the time it was the in, 90s man <laughs> it
0: was funny it was hilarious it was like oh God, I loved him as a kid. He was so funny. And then you're like, whoa, hold up, time, time out, hold up. That's yeah, not yeah. okay. Yeah. That's like a little too much. Like, yeah. but uh, you know, adults, like <laughs> you see media now like, growing True. up, and it's kind of cringy. But you so. can
1: kind of see that in the Little Mermaid now, too. Like there's a bunch of places we can see some stuff, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Yeah,
0: like a little little question. Oh, no, this was okay when I was a kid. Why?
1: So speaking of awful, Mm -hmm. what's just to kind of bring us back to some, we've gone on a huge nerd tangent that I'm not sure anyone was interested in listening to. I had a great time discussing, but just to sort of bring us into a place of backness, what's the card or set of cards everyone hates that you absolutely adore?
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, Because man. I'm,
1: I'm always fascinated by the thing that really connects with them, no matter the popularity. Like mm-hmm. people's cards that just hold some weight.
0: I don't know, because I feel like everyone likes the cards that I like. Damn, okay. that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Like like I think a very underrated set that I really like and I think is probably my favorite is Southern Islands. Uh, that is such a cool set. I love the art. I love the little cameos. Have you seen I've that heard, set? I've, Do you know I've what
1: I'm talking about? Talk about yeah. I've heard people talk about this set before. But
0: <laughs> I really like it. Okay, so it's I not really the one like I was it. thinking of. Oh, okay. So I don't think I don't think anyone dislikes that set. So that that doesn't really help. Um, I'm really basic. I'm a basic bitch when it comes to Pokemon. So I think yeah. I think everyone likes the cards that I like too. Oh, that's what's a the set? Question.
1: What's the set with like way more yellow everywhere?
0: <laughs> uh, some
1: people find that to be really nostalgic, and I think it looks real silly.
0: I you know that's funny cuz I just I don't know. I I, I don't know the answer to that question. You know what I'm speaking question. to? Which set um talking are you about? talking about like miss is it okay so this is an actual set not like a misprint? I
1: could have sworn that it was Pokemon
0: just like set with okay, too it's much
1: expedition it looks order. like.
0: Oh, I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, the, well, so those the are those that you, Yeah, and and you got to like swipe it. Right. Like, those are cards that you swipe. I don't mind those. I didn't grow up with those or with the game, uh, mm-hmm. but I think they're pretty cool. Like, like they're not cards that I would probably spend too much money on because I don't have that much nostalgia for them. But those cards are interesting because um, if you have them in good condition, like, that's an example of a set that is hard to get in, in excellent condition because everyone was fucking swiping it yeah <laughs> you know which I makes sense it's
1: everything from that era like all the way up to skyridge it looks like all of them kind of had that swipe ability
0: yeah yeah um those when we get into those sets oh man i know so little but i do know like aquapolis skyridge uh you know all those cards are, are are really sought after cards um and i i don't know that right now I, I'm sure it's probably arguable that some cards in those sets are undervalued. Um, I think some of those sets are probably crazy undervalued. So those wouldn't be too bad to go after if there's some cards yeah. in there that you like. But those are those are cool sets. I'm not crazy, like, oh my God, wow, I'm trying to chase after it. Um, but but those are those are not bad cards to have. So they're 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 really good. I think for me right now what I'm trying to chase is I'm trying to chase shadowless packs. I'm also trying to chase um uh versions of uh Vintage Pikachu. So like there's cool variations of the Pikachu, right? So there's like the E3 promo Pikachu. There's like um uh, there's like um, you know, obviously yellow cheeks, red cheek Pikachu, you know, right. the shadowless first edition Pikachu, um, the error Pikachu's. Um God, um like the Jungle like the different one, stamps. Right? Yeah. Um yeah, jungle has one, fossils got it. I think I have a fossil Pikachu. Um, in pretty good condition that oh no, no, it's jungle that I'm sending it out. Yeah. It's a jungle Pikachu that I'm sending out to get graded by CGC. Um, like the different stamps on the Pikachus, so like the really dark, thick stamps versus the ghost gray stamps. Like those are really interesting to me. I want to keep, I want to, you know, grab a whole bunch of those. Um, there's a Pikachu from a demo pack that I'm still trying to figure out how to identify. Yeah, you've been talking about it these is demo identifiable. packs a lot. Yeah, That's, I know. I agree
1: Is that the chase right now, the most chase? Because, like, not a lot of people care or know?
0: You know, like, when it comes to how many people actually chasing them, I have no idea. I'm not sure. I I still feel like a lot of people really aren't educated about those packs either. And they're not cheap anymore. They used to be really cheap, and now they're really expensive. And um, I, I was having a conversation with Eric about it last night because I'm like, I don't understand why they aren't maybe more hyped up right and and because those are the first ones the first english very first english so this is technically holy grail shit right
1: yeah um but people don't even realize that it is
0: people don't really realize that it is and i think probably another reason too is those cards there isn't really a chase card in them there not is you're not going to find a first edition charizard
1: you, you want the sealed pack
0: Yeah, yeah. I want the sealed pack because that is freaking history, you know, that is history in those packs. And you can actually look online. um, They all the cards in that pack are the same ones in every single of those packs. So you can literally get a list of all those cards to see what you would get in them. And it's a whole bunch of commons and uncommon shadowless cards with like some trainers and some energy and stuff like that. And really, that was just meant to introduce people to the the game right it was get people playing it. and these came out in 1998 and so um they put them out to you know wizards and, uh like wizard tournaments and and lgs's and and e3 and um the, that's Art's just really a piece cool of history pack. it It is very cool it's got it's got like a light blue with like these white like kind of dots or circles i can't remember exactly just like off the top of my dome um but but yeah that's history is is how i see it and i think probably part of the reason why is like not many people know about it or educated so there's like less nostalgia too um other than awareness and then also there aren't chase cards in those packs like you are better off keeping those packs sealed um at this point in time because it's like okay you can get a Do duo you can get you know a pikachu uh you can get all these other random like common and uncommon cards so there aren't any hollows in them like those are the first shadowless cards printed but yeah. there were no hollows because it was the demo pack then it was the first edition then it was the full shadowless set and those came with the hollows so there's a difference in those sets, but, but like, but like, again, I'm not educated enough in the sense that, like, can you tell a difference between those shadowless cards versus the other shadowless cards? Like, is there a difference? Yeah. It, it, like, like, it's not graded differently from, from what I, I know. So I've been trying to like, you know, reach out to OG collectors who might have it. And, and, and can maybe tell me, I don't know. I, it's hard to find information on that
1: for sure. Yeah. Everything that I so. see on eBay, just from a quick glance is like, it's always bundled in with other booster packs or blisters, it looks like. So it's almost like hard to obtain these. How many mm-hmm. do you think are out there?
0: So not very many, not very yeah. many. I think like the total population of PSA graded is like, like how 62 smart was that
1: person they get the demo yeah. pack of a game that's not released and they're like we should not open this
0: we shouldn't open it yeah yeah no I, i'm with you on that uh you know so, something crazy when i was first doing research on this like i i found some random old forums yeah. <laughs> forums um like back in the day just like talking about these packs and literally it might have been five or six years ago these forums were talking about the packs and at that time they were going for 50 bucks now we're looking at thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like I think the cheapest yeah. I saw was probably like four thousand ish on eBay, something like that. some crazy. Something real high. Yeah. You know, which is probably like reflective. I don't know. That that probably that price seems about right because we're talking about history. You know, it probably should yeah. be higher. I don't know. I mean I think it will over time. Um and there's so few of those packs. I I, I can't imagine that many being printed, you know. Yeah. that's
1: what i love about this brand is it's always just like continually inviting people into it kind of unlike star wars where you have to like pick this entry place of when it was your star wars it feels like pokemon's done a really great job of no matter where you enter they always kind of bring you back to that original beginning i don't know how Mm -hmm. they do it honestly because like star wars doesn't do that marvel doesn't do that they're always kind of pushing forward and pokemon Mm. is pushing forward but it's with the intent of like always honoring the history of it maybe that's just the difference of like cultures in Mm -hmm. their way of doing business i'm not sure but it's very fascinating that it always comes back to the 150
0: that's a really good and insightful point um Thank and you. and to think about, thinking about it <laughs> and i mean thinking about it from like I, I don't mean to bring it back to a money perspective but like looking at the brands and and like the worth of these brands pokemon is number 1 all day every day you and know star what's wars number is what, four number 5
1: oh number yeah. 4 okay yeah
0: like like star wars is worth half of what Half-ish of what Pokemon is, right? So I mean, th- there's a lot of things I think maybe other brands can learn from Pokemon. Pokemon is just so unique. Like when I was talking with Gary about it, you know, one of the things that he brought up
1: God, is, he's great.
0: He is so cool. You yeah. know, one th- one thing I didn't know about him is that he was telling me that ever since, like, the 60s or the 70s, he's literally collected everything. Like, so he's yeah. got, like, all the wax packs from, like, all the weird things from the but 70s But I really connected with 80s. him
1: because it seems like he was a collector closer to me that wasn't about the numbers. It became that when he got mm-hmm. educated, but it was just, like, I love all of it. All mm-hmm. of it's coming home. I don't care oh, what for sure. works.
0: Oh, for sure. one 100%. Like, definitely collecting and, and, and like the, the, the process of collecting was number one for him, you know, that was definitely a big motivator, the biggest motivator, it seemed. Um, so he, he, he's collected a lot of stuff, but like, oh crap, I can't remember what my point was with him. Um, but, oh yeah. So he, he talked about how he's never seen any brand command this much demand. Yeah. Like, like and this much. Yeah. And, and and like increase it over time. Yeah. How how does one do this? Like with just these these animals, these like like these little monsters, <laughs> you know, like like how does how does Pokemon Company do that? And I think, well, they've definitely been really thoughtful about everything they've done. Um, so so I really like the deliberateness that they've been taking. I'm waiting for NFTs to come out. Um, I don't know when they will, but I mm-hmm. will try to buy some. I know, have you seen the thick Pikachu? Yes. And like the thick Blastoise and stuff. Yeah. I wonder if those people are going to like be sued <laughs> by Pokemon mm. because it's like the likeness, you know, I think I think the, the characters are trademarked. Yeah. Um, like, I Nintendo can't imagine Nintendo usually that gets pretty shut down. Mm-hmm. so yeah.
1: i know that, that it's not full nintendo it's also uh game freak right
0: yeah nintendo and game freak or or pokemon company i think pokemon so company there is a Pokemon okay. okay yeah 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 there, there, there's pokemon company and nintendo um i i believe but yeah like like i i don't know i don't know when uh if and when they'll do nfts i'm sure they probably will at some point
1: I kind of thought that's what the intent of the online card game was sort of supposed to be, and maybe it can...
0: Interesting.
1: You know, because you're getting all those... That's what's fun about modern is you get that code to open up another digital pack in your own collection. But I haven't really looked into much how much of that is, like, tradable with other people. Like, can you trade? Can you buy cards straight out from people? Yeah. You know?
0: that's that's really interesting and i don't have the answers to that either i don't know much about that world. i don't think they've
1: fully done it but it, i thought that was going to be the intent
0: yeah um i'm surprised they haven't moved that way um because that's a really interesting like marketplace to build yeah um from that perspective i don't know i guess we'll see how how that goes i, I might also do some research what would you as be well? looking
1: for in an nft with them what seems mm. interesting
0: what i could afford uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but definitely like cancer region pokemon i, I don't okay. think i'd be interested in anything else uh neo, neo genesis i don't know are they in kanto i don't think that don't they, think are. they are i don't think they are uh Neogenesis, i probably would as well um uh i think i would go because i don't know much about like okay what's like like which ones would be the, the best ones to buy. I'd probably just stick to the ones that I'd like. I'm assuming that honestly, the best ones to buy would be the same ones to buy in the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Charizards, if you have a chance, um, but like, I don't know that I'd be that confident to get a Charizard at a reasonable price.
1: Yeah, so. I keep looking at Japanese Charizards because I think that might be the only way I ever get one in the next, what, five years? I don't know. I'd have to probably just like wait all year to save up for one right now. I I don't know if that's as fun.
0: Yeah. It it, like when you can't buy anything to buy the one thing, I don't know. Maybe maybe it would be worth it, but it would be hard. I I, I would, it would be hard for sure. Um, I mean, those, those uh, like, A lot of cool charizards um in the japanese set like the top sun charizard the bondi kardash charizard um those are cool Uh, i i kind of wish i had one uh from 1996 i think is probably Mm. what those cards are but um yeah well shoot um I'm sure we've hit that 15 minute mark. So I wanted to be respectful of your time because I'm keeping you for sure. Can I ask with you one last hour... question? Yeah, go ahead, shoot it.
1: Not Pokemon. Where do I even begin with Fortnite cards? Because I am, I think, out of all your guests, maybe the first person that actually plays, plays that game. I would not say I'm a ninja. I'm not building to the top of the map, but I do have a pretty decent skins collection in game that it's fascinating to see that world almost be NFTed a little bit. You could sell accounts and make, obviously not like two years ago, but it's really Mm -hmm. interesting to see that. Um, Is there any wiggle room in this card game or is it kind of already blown up to its entirety?
0: Um, so that's a really great question. Before and would you I answer go sealed. That, or, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So so before I answer that, yeah. Um I wanna play Fort Light Fortnite online with you at some point. Like let's sure. do that. Let's do that because I've never played it. I've never played it before in my life. Okay. And it's really silly, right? Because I have all these cards. Um,
1: I think you just saw a great opportunity, and I thought it was going to be figures, you know? So I invested in some of those figures at the very beginning, and some of them go for okay, but mm-hmm. not too much, you know? Yeah. It seems to be the card was the way to go. <laughs>
0: it, apparently, it ended up being the cards. like that, yeah. uh, you know... <sighs> Anyways, like I have some regrets in the Fortnite space with the cards. But, anyways, yeah, <laughs> but anyways. you opened,
1: you literally broke your rules.
0: So, so that rule came after okay. that, 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 that was the last. This is the,
1: <laughs> this is that the beginning was... of the rule.
0: <laughs> that is the beginning of the rule. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the Fortnite stuff, there's a lot of really interesting stuff to get. Obviously, a lot of the sealed product for series one is freaking hard to come by. Yeah, that's Could long gone. High price that's long gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I think. I think if you can get hollows under a hundred bucks at a good condition, I, I I think I think those are cool to hang on to. Series one, series two. If you have the chance to buy sealed product for series two, I would say buy enough where you can keep a few of them sealed and then open a few just because it's fun. Uh, you get to learn the cards a little bit better. So you actually know what's inside of them. You can kind of like speak to the boxes. Um, because, uh, that's the one thing with Fortnite is when it came out and even still, it's hard to get information on things. So like for new people, right? No, it's It's just like
1: showcasing of skins.
0: Mm -hmm. It is showcasing of skins. And what's really cool that you have an advantage of over myself, um, and and I'm hoping to bring on a few Fortnite people so I can have this conversation with them. Sure, but like, like I see a lot of cool cards, and I'm like, wow, that's a very cool one. I, surely that would be worth money. And it turns out like that's a skin that no one cared about. Right. But but you know it's the so skins that people care about. Yeah. Right.
1: And, and and you know like their market has I think probably why the cards are worth so much more is because they re. They bring back those skins, especially mm-hmm. some of the favorites, and they'll come back to the store at a normal price when someone three months ago had bought an account because they wanted the Skull Commander skin or something like that, and uh-huh. now they're out $2,000, and it could have just been 20 oh, That hurts. <laughs> it does. That there hurts. are some skins that have never come back, like John Wick and other things like that, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's it's... Definitely a, a good insight into knowing, but I don't think I've ev- even with 2019 and, and last year, I don't think I ever saw a Fortnite product once. I knew of their existence, but I never saw it in stores, not once.
0: Yeah. Um, like pretty, pretty early on, I think. Um so when it started coming out in the summertime, I think of um 2019. Yeah. Um, I started buying them in July. And then I think by the end of that year, you weren't just right on it, Jess. My God. Yeah. Like I saw it. Okay. So this is what it was. Like I, I would, every time I'd go to Target, I always go by the card section always always go by the card section and so like i i never had an affinity for Fortnite cards but i kept on seeing these Fortnite cards there and they weren't moving no one was buying them there were just these boxes no one was buying them and so i'm like you know what i'm gonna buy them (laughs) so i just started buying them every time i'd go i'd see a few i'd grab a few and uh then i started opening them and started picking out these cards i did pull a base set black knight Oh, wow. And then I ended up selling it, and you're, um, oh no, uh, I think I sold that card for like nine dollars. Oh no. So again, I have regrets. Sure. Um, but you know what? I learned some things, and so I'm better for it. I'm better I feel smarter
1: it. knowing that like I'm not the only one to like truly mess up
0: everyone's got their story i think yeah. everyone i i
1: everyone. sold i sold an earthbound that i found um a really long time ago and mm-hmm. i shouldn't have <laughs> because mm. man is that game just kept going up in value not like it's crazy money or anything especially a loose one but
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've all been there. And, and like, I had a conversation with going twice, Dan, Dan and Travis from going twice. And one of the things that they talked about, it it helps your pain threshold, you know, like how much, how much remorse, like sellers remorse or buyers remorse can you handle, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that this comes with the territory. So, you know, It is what it is, but yeah, so Fortnite, so going back to buying stuff, if you can buy sealed series two, I would go for it as long as it's a reasonable price, you know. What's
1: too high right now? I
0: don't really know what the prices are at right now, if you can find it. I think the MSRPs for the mega boxes are still 20 bucks, and I bought my hobby box box for like uh, 60 a pop, so those are MSRP prices. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the smaller purple boxes or those smaller green and black boxes, they were going for MSRP 10 bucks. So don't spend too much on that. Um, like, like knowing the, the MSRPs, then look at the prices and see how comfortable you are, like how close right. to the MSRP it is. Um, probably at this point, you're going to have to buy it secondhand or, you know, just like from a seller and not. Um, and not well, we're the hoping retailer. this
1: episode has opened a bunch of pockets of people that are willing to do business with. me.
0: <laughs> so, yes, we'll see. everyone, we'll see. We'll see. everyone, <laughs> I might nice be looking man. for some stuff. You know, it, it's funny because people have reached out to me and they're like, hey, I'm trying to get like a series one box or, sure. you know, and, yeah. and, you know, these are the really expensive ones. And I'm like, I got nothing for you. I right. don't know anybody selling. Right. Um. So, well, that and also I just don't have any myself. I think sometimes people think that I have them. Um. And I just and don't you just lying about it. <laughs> well, I did have it, but yeah, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, no, it's you know, it's
1: an interesting space to me, just because like it's going to be huge nostalgia for people in fifteen years this game came out of nowhere and it's become almost like the landscape for all of pop culture to go and play for a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. really crazy. The licenses that they've had added to that world, you know, like they just had predator and the xenomorphs, you know, alien versus predator stuff in there in this kid's game. And yeah, I bought some of those skins. It's just crazy what they will introduce to make it more interesting. I can't speak too much on the gameplay, and the mechanics of it anymore mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. it's gone to a pretty wild place but what they were able to capture and create out of a that wasn't even the game it was a mm-hmm. one-off mode of the game and they really wanted you to play save the world and here's this thing that just catches fire that was inclusive instead of all the other brs that were out at the time that were very modern and adult you know they, they were serious? able to capture something that everyone wanted for free that included everybody. So I, I see this very much being, I hesitate to even say the Pokemon of our time, but something to that same effect because it is someone's first property that they really connected with. Mm-hmm. I've never that, seen that in gaming, what's yeah. happened
0: here. Yeah, that it's kind of like caught this special kind of fire.
1: People love Mario, um, people love Zelda, but this gave you a way to make us, I think that's why there's certain skins that people love so much because they identify themselves with that skin. They're like, I play like that character. Not I always had to be Zelda or I always had to be Luigi, or whatever you got to put your own personality Mm -hmm. into something that was created.
0: That's a really interesting... I didn't know that that people kind of felt strongly about certain skins in that way. That's yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah, people call it like tryhard skins. You can tell like if a soccer skin comes up on you, they're going to play a certain way just because they're sporting that skin. It's really huh. ready player one almost. Like certain personalities and cool. energies come out and certain play styles with a specific skin. Not always, well. but for the most part
0: that is so interesting okay so i'm really pumped to play i don't know we'll get it figured out we'll we'll get it figured out we'll 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 do like a play stream or whatever that'll be really fun um but
1: i'll have some friends that can carry us if you want
0: (laughs) i I might need it i might need it because i i i've never played now what i will tell you is is that back in the door when Halo combat evolved was around i was the best games there ever was seriously um i didn't have an xbox uh so i played on computer and all day
1: i couldn't afford the real version of the game (laughs) (laughs) i played that demo for like a year
0: dude dude that's so funny but you know what i would play multiplayer and i was pretty good when i was a kid I, i was pretty damn good at that yeah. um on, on on computer so i feel like maybe i could be good at Fortnite, but i have an ego Just and so a different maybe thing. if i can get some help yeah i don't know if, if we got some guys that like i won't die right away and i can kind of like or some, girls, play. You know, yeah, guys, some girls you know i got some girl people All we play them, with let's do it let's do it i'm down i'm here for it i want to learn more about it and um i'm really excited because sometime in may i'm hoping sometime in may um there's um there's a, a Fortnite um, player that I want to bring on because the specific conversation I want to have with him is like, why didn't the cards catch on with the gamers, and and now they're kind of catching on with the gamers, yeah. but 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 I think there's still a little bit of lag there, and so I want to have that. Co- because that'll be really interesting now if you have some insight there on that too like that that might be pretty cool to get your thoughts the only thing you know? that i
1: could speak on to that potentially is like everyone that loves it it's a digital platform it's mm-hmm. so different than this physical world that we're nostalgic for because that's what we grew up on so maybe that's why we are gravitating towards these uh cards and everything mm-hmm. but because like it's about the game right you know, like mostly the reason why you love that thing is you want to play with your friends. And there's no way to even play with your friends with this card game. It's just kind of like you can, if you're not getting them graded, you're not a collector. You just like having them. It's just like, I got this one.
0: Mm, look at it.
1: Which is kind of like what we were doing 15, 20 years ago with our cards. You know, you would True. trade something that. Maybe it was worth a lot more than what you traded it for because you had an emotional connection. Oh, so, true. Like I ended up with a Japanese Raichu that I have no idea what I gave for it, but I don't think it was worth it.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Do you know if it was a base set?
1: It was definitely something base set. And then this is, I think, a fossil Raichu.
0: Oh, cool. You know? That is really cool. That's so cool. Yeah well i think you do bring up some pretty good points there it's like you know people are used to the digital version and now there's a physical version and there's maybe like a little bit of a disconnect but i do think it's going to get there like like i do
1: too like don't get me wrong i think not just because they don't understand it now doesn't mean later in their life they're not going to want this physical thing that represents their childhood you mm -hmm. know because you i guess it really depends on where we go with crypto art I'm really Mm. fascinated by that, but I'm also really skeptical of it. I've heard and read some things that feel kind of, like, dangerous about it for Mm -hmm. the environment. But at the same time, just because of how much infrastructure is constantly having to be used to keep these things processed and hosted versus one piece of paper that never has to continuously impact the
0: world. And and, and need resources to function. Yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting.
1: So, I think it'll get there based on no knowledge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, considering how like captivating Fortnite has been, I'm like, you know, this will tickle some people, like when they're older, like this will definitely like nostalgic feelings. You know, I keep on having conversations about the promo cards, because like we keep we see everything creeping up and up and up and up. And when I got those cards graded, it was like, a year ago like i i originally got them maybe like two two and a half years ago you know whenever i was able to buy a hobby box and i'm like Ooh, yeah. these cards right here i'm gonna get them graded right now got them graded got them back you know nines and tens like really happy about it i'm That's deb- great. debating whether or not setting sending the uh, galaxy to potentially get a 10 but but I, like like I, i've thought about setting it back but Uh, i'm kind of worried too now because they're they're um you know who knows like what if i get a worse grade what if something happens and i mess up my card like like for now i'm just gonna leave it as is but um you know, those promo cards, I think, could eventually become worth enough to where it's like a down payment, and I can't wow. even take credit for that because I feel like a lot of it was chance because if I did really know what I was doing, I would have gotten, like, five. Sure. <laughs> but I didn't because I got scared. But, you know, I mean, do I regret no it? No one, Absolutely No one not.
1: ever knew that the market was going to go this way. The reason why I was so casual with Pokemon for a majority of these last five whatever four years it's because you could always walk in somewhere and pick up at least a pack of something it was always there if not overflow of the last set that no one cared about anymore Uh it's it's always been that way it's Mm -hmm. i don't feel like i've ever seen something never on a shelf for this long and to the point where target i think is changing its whole Buying situation, and I don't even think they're going to be carrying certain larger products of Pokemon anymore because wow. they don't deal with the scalpers. Scalpers, the, yeah. It's ruthless, man. I yeah. I did my first wait for I, I waited for Battle Styles release just because I knew if I didn't do that, I wouldn't get any of the trainer boxes. I wouldn't get the lunch box. I wouldn't get any of these specific releases. And that was a trip to go through, to see mm-hmm. the dedication, how cold we all were. And I'm like, this is kind of a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Th- There's so many things. Um, th- that's interesting. I didn't realize. I knew that Target was changing some of their policies, like putting limits and sometimes I don't know putting, how much putting them of behind that's counters.
1: Real. That's like TikTok yeah. people. I get a lot of information from TikTok people, and half of it ends up being true.
0: Huh, interesting. So it's a matter of like, which one's true, <laughs> like a 50, 50 toss up like of rumors. what's real, what's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't spend much time in that TikTok space. I, I probably should a little bit more. I think you understand
1: kill it. on TikTok. I think really? this, if you had 30 seconds that were super impactful, great conversation or less than a minute, just let's say and you show some cards every once in a while or some openings of other things or whatever i think there is such a need for newer people in that space on tiktok because anime and pokemon are just blowing up on there right now i can't tell you why it just is working
0: Hmm. yeah um i i might give that a good college try i don't know that i follow you on tiktok but i'm gonna have to now (laughs) um, because like because like i don't i don't spend that much time but like i i I I probably want to see your account and see how you you do things too because i feel like you're uh i'm pretty
1: casual about it the most liked and watched the video i have on there is me and my girlfriend eating a korean corn dog you know like you never know what's gonna hit but (laughs) it's just like a cheese pull and it's like okay one hundred thousand people. Let's like this, and you're like, "Why? What? It's just a cheese pull."
0: Oh my gosh! How many how many followers do you have on TikTok?
1: Not a ton, like a little bit over seven hundred.
0: Oh, just very cash. Yeah, you're right. Very very casual. Only No, but it, it
1: reminds it reminds me of early days YouTube because before any of this version of me, when I was like in film school and all of that, I made skits on YouTube, and you could yes. just you could just blow up overnight Mm. over nothing i had videos that did really really well because it was like people organically wanting something there very Mm -hmm. rarely nowadays are you opening up instagram just kind of casually just going through it like what's up no for the most part you want to see specific accounts you want to like those things and you want to connect with certain people it's not like you're exploring and tiktok is the ultimate explorer you have no idea what's coming next and somehow it's really good at learning what you'd like
0: Mm -hmm. that's interesting
1: scary you know because then all your content kind of becomes specific but you can get out of that by searching other things Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and and like one thing that i do notice about tiktok is like uh, I gotta stay away from it unless I'm doing something on there very specifically sure. because of the rabbit it's hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of good stuff on there that's like really hilarious or very insightful. Very you could be part of
1: that good stuff though. That other people are now pushing off their homework. They didn't eat mm-hmm. dinner because they're still watching some geeked out.
0: You know what? I you're right. I need to. I I really do. And I think you know that might be a cool place to share info on things that they may not people might not know about. That that'd be cool. That'd be cool. You know what? You've convinced me. Um I need to spend more time on it. I'm going to do it. All right. It was my it. idea. I invented TikTok. Yeah. Let's go. Royalties. All of it. All of it. So. <laughs> But um yeah, well, you know, I really appreciate you being on. We've been on for like three hours now. I'm this so is, sorry. I this can't is a record. No. No, I'm the this same. way. This is a way. record of the Kevin's of this way. podcast? Fuck. It's it's totally possible like that. You are the three hour record. I'm trying to think if I had had one on for longer, but no. I think like Connor and James are like two and a half hours. So I think you beat them. I think, I think you got What's the beat. Up boys and they might be mad. I didn't come get you nowhere.
1: <laughs> now they, the record is totally open for breaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then before we go, like I want everyone to know where they can find you on all the platforms so that they can go and follow and do the same
1: silent will is a great way to sort of generically find me you can find that on twitch you can find that on instagram you can find that on TikTok. uh my twitter handle is just my name will j gabriel but silent will is a good way to find at least one of those things and i'm sure you'll find a link tree to all the others Mm -hmm. cool cool some of them it's an underscore after will because some asshole stole the regular one that doesn't do anything with that account but you know
0: Boo. Do you also have a YouTube video or YouTube channel Oh, as yeah, well, YouTube so? as well, Silent Will. Silent Will, okay. Cool. Yes. I'll put all those deeds in the show notes so that we can, you know, have people link in out to your stuff. So, but Beautiful. anyways, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Uh, this was really fun. Fortnite. Thank you for
1: putting up with me.
0: <laughs> no, this is great. Cool yeah. vibes. Cool vibes. So, <laughs> but yeah, let's do Fortnite. I don't know when, but we'll figure it out and sure. it'll be fun. And you you'll kick my ass. Your, it's okay.
1: Are you going to stream it on your Twitch?
0: I, I want to. Um, okay. I'll have to figure out how to do that. Um, what do you play on? Uh, we can figure this out later. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm on a Windows computer right now. No, it's all good. It's all good. I stream off uh, Windows, so okay. i probably just do that. But yeah. um, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But cool. Anyways, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a good night. And we'll talk.
1: Make sure everyone <laughs> rates this episode five stars. Or whatever. All the stars.
0: All the stars. Yeah. All right.